The Politocrat is brought to you by the great people at Anchor. Anchor is such a great place to go if you want to get started in podcasting. And it's easy and it's free. Anchor, marvelous stuff, marvelous. And I'm so grateful to the folks at Anchor for getting me going with The Politocrat. If you want to get going and be heard on Apple, on Spotify and everywhere podcasts can be, Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So while we are winning the ideological battle and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. And so today, I am announcing the suspension of my campaign. Please know that I do not make this decision lightly. In fact, it has been a very difficult and painful decision. Over the past few weeks, Jane and I, in consultation with top staff and many of our prominent supporters, have made an honest assessment of the prospects for victory. If I believed we had a feasible path to the nomination, I would certainly continue the campaign, but it's just not there. I know that there may be some in our movement who disagree with this decision, who would like us to fight on to the last ballot cast at the Democratic Convention. I understand that position, but as I see the crisis gripping the nation, exacerbated by a president unwilling or unable to provide any kind of credible leadership and the work that needs to be done to protect people in this most desperate hour, I cannot in good conscience continue to mount a campaign that cannot win and which would interfere with the important work required of all of us in this difficult hour. But let me say this very emphatically. As you all know, we have never been just a campaign. We are a grassroots, multiracial, multi-generational movement which has always believed that real change never comes from the top on down, but always from the bottom on up. We have taken on Wall Street, the insurance companies, the drug companies, the fossil fuel industry, the military industrial complex, the prison industrial complex, and the greed of the entire corporate elite. That struggle continues. While this campaign is coming to an end, our movement is not. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. reminded us that, quote, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice, end quote. The fight for justice is what our campaign has been about. The fight for justice is what our movement remains about. Today, I congratulate Joe Biden, a very decent man, who I will work with to move our progressive ideas forward. On a practical note, let me also say this. I will stay on the ballot in all remaining states and continue to gather delegates. While Vice President Biden will be the nominee, we must continue working to assemble as many delegates as possible at the Democratic Convention, where we will be able to exert significant influence over the party platform and other functions. Then together, standing united, we will go forward to defeat Donald Trump, 
the most dangerous president in modern American history. And we will fight to elect strong progressives at every level of government, from Congress to the school board. As I hope all of you know, this race has never been about me. I ran for the presidency because I believe that as a president, I could accelerate and institutionalize the progressive changes that we are all building together. And if we keep organizing and fighting, I have no doubt but that that is exactly what will happen. While the path may be slower now, we will change this nation and with like-minded friends around the globe, change the entire world. On a very personal note, speaking for Jane, myself and our entire family, we will always carry in our hearts the memory of the extraordinary people we have met across this country. We often hear about the beauty of America, and this country is incredibly beautiful. But to me, the beauty I will remember most is in the faces of the people we have met from one corner of this nation to the other. The compassion, love, and decency I have seen in them makes me so hopeful for our future. It also makes me more determined than ever to work to create a nation that reflects those values and lifts up all of our people. Please stay in this fight with me. Let us go forward together. The struggle continues. Thank you all very much. Welcome to another edition of The Politocrat. I am Omar Moore. And that was Bernie Sanders, who has now suspended his campaign. That was literally live. And at least as I'm recording this, what you just heard from Bernie Sanders was live from him. He has now suspended his campaign, paving the way for the former Vice President Joe Biden to become the Democratic nominee for president. I mean, it's it's inevitable. Um, there was no question about the math. It was very, very difficult for Bernie Sanders to move forward realistically to win this thing. He would really have to do a lot to get that done. It was a moving speech from Bernie Sanders. It was some roughly uh, 15 minutes or so that he spoke a bit or so, maybe around 15 minutes, 20 minute speech, whatever it was as he um, began. And Bernie went through very like four different cadences in that speech, four different uh, tones in that speech, if you will. First, he thanked all of his supporters, and I am one of them. He thanked all the people who contributed to the campaign, volunteers as well, and staff members and advisors, everybody. He thanked all of them first. And then he talked about the issues that really were the forefront of his campaign this time around, as they were last time in 2016. And those, of course, are Medicare for All, dealing with climate change, dealing with, obviously, a higher minimum wage, and, of course, social, racial, economic and environmental justice overall. So that were those were the themes. And Bernie Sanders gave a really, I thought, a really good speech. And the third stage of his speech was a as about deep, a deeper dive into 
these issues. And I think the third part of his speech operated upon pushing Joe Biden. Pushing Joe Biden and pushing the realization that if Joe Biden wants to get Bernie Sanders supporters, and let's face it, Joe Biden is going to get Bernie Sanders supporters by and large. If you ignore some of the people on social media who are, who are telling you that they're never going to vote for Joe Biden and they're just going to sit it out. If you ignore them, the vast majority of people in this country are going to, who are Bernie supporters, are going to vote for Joe Biden. I've had my issues with Joe Biden. I've, I've talked about them here on this podcast. I have right up until literally about an hour or so ago before I recorded this, made it very clear, you know, Joe Biden is, is saying some things that are quite, quite bad when it comes to race, talking about, you know, malarkey. I mean, uh, you know, saying that race and ethnicity and divisions, that's all malarkey. And we don't, they're not talking about that malarkey. And, but that's really real, Joe. I mean, that's a real thing. There are racial divisions in this country and there is racism in this country. And that's not malarkey. It's not malarkey at all. But what I am saying is, is that that portion of the speech that Bernie just gave is really a, dis a designation to Joe Biden. And really, and I'm sure he's going to be working with Joe Biden um, behind the scenes and, and in front of the scenes. But it is really a, a message to Joe Biden. Hey, look, you've got to start advocating these ideas as we go towards November. And I think Joe Biden will. And we have to push him to do that. I have said that for a number of weeks now. We need to push Joe Biden. We must do that. And while he may not be for Medicare for all, I, I guarantee you, once he does get into the White House and we must vote for him in droves in November, once he gets in, he may well have to change his tune. And we will have to keep pressuring him to do that. So I think that's what that portion of Bernie's speech was about in terms of engaging people and also pushing Joe Biden to incorporate the progressive agenda into his campaign, because I think that's what he's going to have to do. Then the final part of his speech was to then announce officially that he was suspending his campaign. And I liked the way that Bernie did that. It was moving. It was inspiring. The ideas he talked about and the frame, which was, you know, look, you know, the things that I've in, that I have pushed for in this campaign that embody the campaign that I've run um, you know, the campaign may be over in terms of expressing that, but the movement is not over. And the movement with those issues continues. And he's absolutely right. And I've always said that movements are bigger. I've always said that movements win elections. Well, they didn't quite do that with this particular candidate, but they certainly moved the needle. They certainly moved the needle. And I am thankful for Bernie Sanders' campaign. I've had some issues with how Bernie Sanders and his advisors have run parts of his campaign. And these issues are ones that I also had in 2016. So I am not at all um, 
surprised that Bernie decided to call it a night, call it a day. It was coming. Um, I was one of those who proposed that he still continue on at least for a little while longer. But obviously, what is very clear to me is that in the middle of a pandemic, while I advocated for another debate, I felt that, yeah, you know, this would still be a good time to have a debate so that people could still look at the issues. Well, the the reality is now, and quite frankly, the reality has been for about three weeks now, that Bernie Sanders' task is impossible. And at a time where two things have happened. One, the American public has not been reassured by Trump because he's fear-mongering. And two, Trump is continuing to destroy the country and let it burn. We now need to unite behind the guy who clearly now has the, the most delegates, is closer to the finish line, and quite frankly, is, is going to be the Democratic nominee. So at this point, um, Bernie Sanders says goodbye. And this is really a, a moment to say thank you to him. It's a moment to talk about what his campaign has meant and quite frankly, what the movement will continue to mean. At this point, I think it is important that people do two things. One, keep fighting for the principles that Bernie's campaign was about. And two, push Joe Biden vigorously on these issues, but also make sure that you align with Joe Biden in terms of giving him your vote this November. A lot of people in the progressive movement, some of the Bernie supporters are not going to vote for him. The reality is there'll be that 5%, as I said, people on Twitter, there'll be some of those individuals who won't vote for it, for Joe Biden. It's about 5% of the people, maybe, maybe a little bit less than that. That's the reality. You're going to get that. But the overwhelming majority of Bernie supporters will line up behind Joe Biden. And while you may not campaign for him, while you may not phone bank for him, while you may not do any of those things, do one thing and one thing only, please. And this is my plea to you, for those of you who are Bernie supporters who are in this boat of, well, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to vote for Biden. Here's my plea to you. Please vote for Joe Biden and continue to push him. And if that is not enough for you. Please vote for Joe Biden. And on the local level, try to get inside the Democratic Party. Try to begin to change the Democratic Party by running a progressive values-oriented candidacy of your own on the local level. That's how you get this done. That's how you begin to change things on the inside. I've talked about this for a number of weeks. I've written about this for a number of weeks now. The progressive movement is changing. 
And it continues to advance the ideas that Bernie Sanders has obviously moved the needle on in this country. Make no mistake, these two candidacies for of Bernie Sanders here have and will continue to push America to the left and in a progressive in a progressive direction. There's just no doubt about that at all, in my view. Those are the things I think that people who are Bernie Sanders supporters need to do to push the needle, to move the needle left, to vote for Joe Biden in November and push Joe Biden now as he is going to be the Democratic nominee now by default. And I think there's another issue here to look at that has obviously been a big part of this. And that clearly, in my view, clearly is this pandemic. This pandemic obviously has made things a lot more difficult for Bernie Sanders. I've always said that this election was going to be a fear-based election, even before this pandemic came along, because it was going to always be about who can defeat Donald Trump. And that was the media narrative. But it was always going to be about, in my view, We do not want four more years of Trump because that would be a disaster. So that's a fear-based thing. But it's also a very real thing. And so then for me, it was all about who was going to be the person who had the best ideas and who put forth the best ideas that you would support to beat Donald Trump. Because make no mistake, any of the Democratic candidates would most likely have beaten Donald Trump. Now it's a question now of how much Joe Biden will beat Trump by. There's going to be voter suppression. There is going to be chicanery. There are going to be Republican state legislatures and Republican secretaries of state and Republican governors who will do the things that the Wisconsin Republican legislature and Wisconsin Republican-led Supreme Court did yesterday and on Monday night. And that was to make the decisions to make voting harder for the average person. And you had, as a result, all of those voters standing on lines in Wisconsin. And quite frankly, now... It is all for nothing if they voted for Bernie Sanders. But the reality is, is that this day was coming. Bernie was going to say goodbye. I think Bernie did a really good thing in supplementing Joe Biden's efforts with this, with these town hall meetings, virtual town halls, with these panels. I guarantee you Joe Biden's team were watching this. They were watching all of it. And they are going to incorporate those ideas. But we also must do the same as far as I'm concerned. The fact that Joe Biden did not attack Bernie in these last two or three weeks since that debate, he's really kind of laid low. And since that debate, Bernie Sanders, too, has laid low. 
And I think the biggest reason why is this pandemic, this virus that is that is really destroying this country as long as uh, as well as Trump allowing it to. So I think that that's really where we are at the moment. I think that is really where we are with this whole campaign now. And I am going to work to make sure that Joe Biden wins this election. Um, I certainly will educate people about voting. That's how I'm going to do it. I'm not necessarily going to be donating money to Joe Biden, given some of my profound disagreements, not only with his policies, but also what happened in this whole case with Tara Reid. And the idea that he has not directly addressed it himself. His campaign has, but he has not. And I think that that would help some with some Bernie Sanders supporters. But the fact of the matter is now, is, is that I now, um, and I was even for a, a few weeks before this, I am now fully behind the campaign of Joe Biden. I will continue to critique him. I will continue to push the progressive agenda. I will continue to stand for Medicare for all. I will continue to do all of those things that progressives do in terms of caring about and arguing for all of us, the least of us, the most vulnerable of us. And when I say the least of us, I mean those who don't have a voice. I would invite and hope that there are Bernie Sanders supporters who will continue to push Joe Biden. We must continue to do that. But we also must vote for him. I think the idea of writing Bernie Sanders' name in is a disastrous idea. I think that that idea will lead us to another four years, quite frankly, of Donald Trump. Some of the people who are thinking about writing Bernie's name in will say the opposite. They would say that Joe Biden would lead to four more years of Donald Trump. But I don't think that that is the case. I don't think that that is going to happen. I think that it has taken, sadly, a pandemic where at last count, close to 14,000 people have been killed as a result of this pandemic, have died from this virus in this country, in the U.S. of A. I think it has, quite frankly, taken a pandemic to get people to understand, at least people who still had doubts, who still thought this guy Trump was doing a good job in quote unquote. I think even a lot of them now are seeing the truth and the light. It is a truth and the light that be that is being laid bare 
before them. Right before their very eyes. I think there is no doubt about that. Neil Young, rocking in the free world. And Bernie Sanders announced his suspension of his campaign just a little while ago, just a few minutes ago, actually. I was actually uh, playing that live to parts of it. And so as I record this, um, it was just minutes ago that Bernie Sanders announced that he was suspending his presidential campaign. And I just wanted to finish off here and welcome back to the politocrat. I just wanted to finish off here just talking about, I think, what we need to do next um, for those of us out here who are Bernie Center supporters. I mean, I've talked about it a bit before. I think that this is the time to be thanking Bernie. This is the time to look back at these great moments and savor them, savor what this campaign meant over the last pretty much a year. I mean, Bernie announced, what was it? Was it January of last year? February of last year? It's been over a year now. And a lot of memories, a lot of moments, the debates, of course, uh, some of which were just really ridiculous. And... Uh, you know, it was too bad that he only got one debate here with Joe Biden. Um, and it, obviously this pandemic was a huge, huge disruptor as well. And of course, the DNC stuff as well. But today for me is not the day to wax on about the DNC. I know the DNC are very happy and relieved, quite frankly, that Joe Biden will be the nominee now officially. Um, they are very happy and relieved now for sure that Bernie Sanders has suspended his campaign today. There's no question about that. And I think all of those in the establishment are. And I think it was the right thing for Bernie to do. But today is not the day to be going on about the establishment and about the DNC. This is the day to, I think, salute Bernie, to salute, salute the campaign, salute the ideas and keep the ideas alive. I think it's very important that we, those of us who are Bernie Sanders supporters, um, that we do that, that we do have our, some of us have a quote unquote morning period of mourning. Um, for me, uh, this, I mean, I knew that Bernie Sanders um, had a very, very narrow path. I, I did say publicly on Twitter at the popcorn R-E-E-L, 
that it was worth going on for a little bit longer. Um, there were still 23 states that needed to have their voices heard, and they're still going to have their voices heard. And as Bernie pointed out, um, you may have heard it earlier, that he will remain on the ballot on in these states. It's just like all the rest of the candidates who are still on the ballot in a lot of states, even though they have long since suspended their campaigns. Um, but now I think it's the time to thank Bernie, go to his Twitter page if you are a Bernie Sanders supporter, even if you're not. If you're a Joe Biden supporter right now, I actually would ask you as well to thank Bernie Sanders, whether you agreed with him or not, whether you liked him personally or not. Same thing for Bernie Sanders supporters with Joe Biden. You may not like him personally. You may have issues with his policies. I certainly do. I have issues, of course, with the whole situation, um, how he's been completely silent about this with Tara Reid and the rape allegations and how he's just not responded to it at all. You know, that's a whole thing that I have some deep objections to. But am I going to vote for him in November? Yes, I am. I certainly am. But I would also ask Joe Biden supporters to thank Bernie, to send him a tweet and say thank you. Because it's clear that Bernie's going to campaign on Joe Biden's behalf. He did so for Hillary Clinton. And he did so in more states than anybody else. He campaigned more vigorously for Hillary Clinton than anybody else, not named Hillary Clinton. Some might say he campaigned more for her than she did. <laughs> I mean, you know, she didn't go to certain states like Pennsylvania and Wisconsin for months and months. And she only made one or two appearances, actually, in Pennsylvania. One of them right literally about a few days before the election. But the fact of the matter is, is that everybody today, I think, should say thank you to Bernie Sanders. With Medicare for All in particular, he has pushed the needle. The last time he ran, people were laughing at Medicare for All, including Hillary Clinton. It will never get done, she famously said at one town hall. It will get done. And as Bernie pointed out in his farewell speech today, if we keep thinking that things won't happen, they won't. If we keep acting as if things won't happen, they won't. But what happens, and he invoked Nelson Mandela here, which I think was a really good thing, is that impossible is impossible until it gets done. And that is the message that I want to leave Bernie Sanders supporters with anybody who supports anybody who supported anybody in this Democratic race. Whether you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, Elizabeth Warren supporter, Amy Klobuchar supporter, Kamala Harris supporter, Pete Buttigieg supporter, Joe Biden supporter. And the rest of the long, long field of candidates. Impossible is impossible until it gets done. That is pretty much what Nelson Mandela said. And it was great that Bernie invoked him. It was great that Bernie invoked Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he emphasized justice in his speech there today. 
So I think for people who may be feeling sad today, and it is a sad day, for those of us who are progressives, who believe in real social change and not incremental change, it is a sad day. But when we have gone through those stages of mourning, as we are sad, of course, about he's not, he's still with us, he's alive, but his campaign is no longer alive. But make no mistake, the movement is still very much alive. And we must take that forward. And we must continue to advocate for Medicare for all. We must continue to advocate for a very strong pro-Earth policy against climate change. We must continue to help those of us who are the most vulnerable in the society. We must continue to fight this pandemic. We must continue to invest in teachers, in 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 people who try to change the social network, who try to better it. And we need to make sure that we keep pushing back and fighting back against institutionalized racism and fight to continue the protection of the undocumented class. We must continue to fight for voting protections. We need to have an amendment in the Constitution that guarantees voting as a human right, as a constitutional right that will not get tampered with by these states so that you won't have a hundred and 30-odd precincts being closed without notice in South Carolina. So that you won't have people waiting on lines in Houston, Texas, and in other parts of Texas for eight hours, for seven hours. So that you won't have people in Wisconsin during a pandemic waiting on a line for six hours, for three hours, for four hours no physical distancing or very little evidence of it. Some people not wearing masks at all. Where the results are not going to be tallied until Monday or at least released on Monday or whatever it might be. We're not going to know anything about what happened yesterday until next Monday. So we need a constitutional amendment. We need to push Joe Biden with these issues. That's where this energy goes next, as far as I am concerned. The energy now, after we have gone through the stages of of mourning, the end of this Bernie Sanders run, and make no mistake, he is not going to run again after this. This was his last rodeo when it comes to the presidential campaign. So make no mistake, he will not run again in four years or eight years, probably, hopefully eight. But, you know, obviously he's going to be close to what? 
You know, he's going to be in his mid-80s. He's going to be in his late 80s. In eight years, close to 90 years old, that's not going to work. So this was Bernie's last chance as a presidential candidate. But make no mistake about it. This is the key thing that I would like people to take away from this. He may not get the credit now. He may not even get the credit later. But you and I know that over the last four years and in years to come, this country, the United States of America, is going to keep moving left and we will have Medicare for all in this country. It is inevitable, especially with this pandemic. It is inevitable. We will have it. We have to keep fighting for it. And it will, in large measure, be to people like Bernie Sanders because he relentlessly pursued these ideas, articulated these ideas, pushed these ideas, and at one point led this race and was in pole position to become the nominee. And I think that will make some people sad. He did have one hand stretched out. And of course, I've written about what happened after that. But the one thing I think today that we should look at and focus on is that Bernie Sanders has already transformed this country. And this movement has transformed this country. And as Bernie says, it's not just about him. It's not about him at all, actually. It's about all of us. And Bernie Sanders has pushed this and the movement has pushed this. We all have. And I think that ultimately that is really what we should take away from all of this today. Obviously, a sad day for those of us who are Bernie Sanders supporters, but a very happy day because we know that we have already won in large measure because people around this country now are calling for Medicare for all. Ed Markey, the senator in Massachusetts, who has his own campaign battle, this time against another Democrat, Joe, Mer Joe Kennedy, of all people, who is in the House but wants to run for Senate against Mark Markey for his seat. Markey tweeted out about 10 or so days ago, we need Medicare for all. And there are other politicians who are more in the traditional Democratic clubhouse who have done the same thing or have expressed it. So now that Bernie is out of the presidential campaign, we now have to look forward, move forward, and advocate these things, some of the things, just some of the ideas that he has, and all the other ones that I didn't mention that we all get behind. A working wage. We need to espouse the ideas that FDR put forward. And we need to campaign on those ideas ourselves. We need to continue to educate voters. That is the greatest thing that we can do. If people aren't going to actively campaign for Joe Biden, please make sure you do these two things. Make sure you vote for him in November and make sure that between now and November you push him with the ideas that I've talked about here, with the ideas that Bernie's campaign has been all about,
and also with an eye toward educating voters. That is the greatest thing we can do. And make sure that you yourself try to run as a progressive in the Democratic Party on the local level and get inside the party and transform it. That is the message that I have today. Well, thank you very much indeed for listening to this edition of The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. And of course it is Wednesday, April the 8th, 2020. Thank you very much for listening once again.